0: You are listening to the weekly sermon from Elevation Community Church in Blanchester, Ohio. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Phil Nelson. For more information about this podcast and other resources, please visit myelevationcc.org. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to uh, Elevation Circus, Um, uh, uh, Elevation uh, in the Round. And uh, I hope I don't get too dizzy going like this. But um, I believe and I hope that every Sunday God gives a word to teach us. But I I believe um, that this morning is just extra special. And I don't I I don't even know how to give words to that. But the Lord has uh, put on my heart to literally just teach verbatim right from Colossians 3. Literally, Colossians 3. So if you do have your Bibles on your phone, go ahead and turn Colossians 3. I will be reading or quoting from um, the New Living Translation, the New Living Translation. And I'm just going to get started. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. And I believe in in everything and every fiber in me, I believe that God wants to literally say something each one of you every one of you I could hopefully name (laughs) all your names around this tent and in the cars I I really believe that and uh, I can honestly say that through studying Colossians 3 this week my mind and my my heart have changed my wife and my kids can tell you that and so I'm expecting the same In you and your families, the word is powerful. It is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword that cuts through anything, bone or marrow or rock or stone. And what we're going to look at in Colossians 3 is we're going to look at this new nature, okay? This new nature that Christ came to this earth to bring, number one. Number two, this new nature that Christ died on the cross to purchase that for us. And number three, this new nature that Jesus Christ rose from the dead to bring new life and bring it to life inside of us. And so I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get started. Father, we may not fully understand it. But we just stand on it today that you love us more than we could ever, ever comprehend. And to get just a little glimpse of your unconditional love, we look at the cross where your son died. And we don't understand that either, God. Why would you die for me? I just don't get it. But you did. And so I receive it. God, I ask for every one of us, and if you want to receive a word from God today, if you want to change from where you are and go one step further in God, if you're struggling today and you just need comfort, you need courage, you need a word from God, you need wisdom, you need guidance, I'm going to ask you just to put your hands out, uh, palms up, just say, God, I'm here. I rolled out of bed, uh, that's hilarious. She's praying too. <laughs> Siri is praying God. <laughs> come and move. uh Lord, uh just really come. I invite you to show up, and for those who may even be doubting in their hearts that this just isn't real, uh, I've been there. I've been there. And you took the scales that were on my eyes and they just fell off when I was able to see your love, Jesus, for me. And so I just pray that you would teach us your word and that you would change us only through your power that rose you from the dead. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to talk about this new life that Jesus Came from heaven to earth to give us, died on the cross to purchase it, and rose from the dead to bring it to life inside all of us. Colossians 3 says, since you have been raised to new life in Christ, since you have been raised to new life in Christ, think or set your sights on the realities of heaven where Jesus is seated at the place of honor at God's right hand. Set your sights, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Jesus is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven. Think about the things of heaven. What are you thinking about? Not the things of earth. Why? For you died to this life. You died to this life. And your new life, hello, your new life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Jesus Christ, who is, by the way, your life, is revealed to the whole world, that day, nothing, listen up, have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires. Don't be greedy, y'all. Don't be greedy, for a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. And because of these sins, let's not disengage here. The sins that I just mentioned, because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. Well, isn't he a loving God? He wouldn't do that. He's a loving God who will not tolerate. Sin. And one day his patience is holding out. One day he will come to bring all of us who have that new nature home to appear like him and he will deal with sin. It's inevitable. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Because of these sins, The anger of God is coming. And guess what? You used to do these things when your life was still part of the world. But now is the time. And now, so, in the middle of the passage, you know, when I'm reading Scripture, sometimes I get distracted really easily. I don't know about you, and I'm thinking about the birds outside my window, or I'm thinking about the laundry that I need to go downstairs and change, right? So... What I want us to do is I'm going to ask this side right here, you get to say the word but. <laughs> In church, you get to say but, okay? So this whole side, this, where are we going? Uh, this whole side, the parking lot gets to say but, okay? Now this section right here, this section here, uh, all the way to the truck with the Shimer's, you get to say now. Can you guys say now? Now. Okay, I hope you get better. Okay, Um, now this section right here is going to say, is the, you get two words, so you're very special. They get to say, but, but you get to say two words, is the, can you say, is the, oh, see, take, take a lesson, okay, and then you guys get the word, time, okay, time, so let's try this, and please don't be a dud, okay, all right, here we go, One, two, three. But let's try it again. OK. Thank you. Dizzy. But now, but now, is the time to get rid of anger? Malicious behavior. slander. And dirty language. Don't lie to each other. Don't lie to each other anymore. For you have stripped off the old sinful nature with all its wicked deeds. But put on. Can you all say put on. Ready? Put on the new nature. The new nature and be renewed Here's the part. Be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. That is what we were designed to do, and that's why Jesus came to bring us this new nature. That's why Jesus died, and that's why he rose again, is so that we would put on vehicles the new nature and be renewed You see, the new nature needs to be renewed because the new nature is living inside a fallen temple, broken vessel. So it has to be renewed, but it is new life. Put on the new nature and be renewed as you do two things as you learn to know Him. This relationship with Jesus is not a religion, friends, it's a relationship. And as you become more like him. So put on the new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life that Jesus gives, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew. It doesn't matter if you're a Gentile. It doesn't matter if you're barbaric, uncivilized, slave, or free. Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. Now, I believe, this is just my opinion, but if the Apostle Paul was here today and he was teaching or he was writing this passage to us today in 2020, it would sound a little bit like this. Are you ready? And if you agree, I want you to honk your horns or say amen, okay? In this new life that Jesus Christ came to give, he purchased on the cross, and he rose from the dead to bring it alive in us. It doesn't matter what Christian church you go to. It doesn't matter what translation of the Bible you read. It doesn't even matter necessarily your own personal and spiritual convictions that you cast on other people. It doesn't matter if you wear a suit to church or shorts and a t-shirt. It doesn't matter if your skin is spotless clean or filled with tattoos and piercings. It doesn't matter your background or your baggage or your bumps or bruises. It doesn't matter if you think everyone should worship to the old traditional hymns or if you think that we should blow out our speakers every Sunday in contemporary worship. It doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter your economic status. It doesn't matter your worldview. And yes, I'm going to step on your toes right now. It doesn't even matter your political view. It doesn't matter if you're black or white or red or brown or yellow. Jesus Christ is all that matters. And he lives within everyone who believes him and follows him. That's the new nature he came to give. So since you have been chosen by God to be the holy people he loves. Did you catch that? Since you have been chosen, Rodney. Mackenzie, you've been chosen. Bert, you're chosen. Lynn, you are chosen. Dustin, you're chosen. Susan and Tony, it's hard to believe, but you're chosen. (laughs) I love you. I, the worst sinner in this tent, right here, I've been chosen. Since you've been chosen for what? To be God's holy people who he loves. You must clothe yourself. With tender-hearted mercy. Can you hear me out there? You must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy and kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. You must make allowance for each other's faults and forgive those who offend you. It did not say forgive those who offended you, who come to you and ask for forgiveness. I'm struggling with this. Forgive those who offend you. For remember, everybody, God forgave you, so you must forgive others. And above all, can you say above all? And above all, it's saying more than anything, above all, put on love. Clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that Christ brings fill your lives with peace. For as members of one body, we were called to live in peace and always be thankful. Here it goes. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives, teach, and counsel one another. This is what we're supposed to be doing in the body of Christ. This is our new nature. And so it says, let the message about Christ and all its richness dwell in your hearts. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms. Sing hymns. There it is. Sing spiritual songs. Toby Mac to God with grateful hearts. And whatever you do, Whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever you say, whatever you do, whatever you say. Leanne, whatever you do and whatever you say, whatever you do and whatever you say, vehicles, parking lot, whatever you do and whatever you say, do it as a represent, representative of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through him, to God the Father. Would you pray with me, Father? Take These two applications, these two takeaways, I believe you will see the new nature rise up within you more and more, and you will see Colossians 3 come to life inside of you as you learn to know your creator and become more like him. Number one is get right. Can you just say those two words with me? Get right. Ready? Get right. Now, this may mean something different to you than it does to someone else. Get right means we need to get rid of something else. In order to get right with God, we need to get rid of the things that are clogging our conduit and our pipe that aligns ourselves with God. Some of you have never repented in your life. What does repent mean? It actually means to turn away from, switch directions. And Paul says here in Colossians 3 that it's all about getting rid so that you can put on the new nature. What do you need to get rid of? What do you need to get rid of to align yourselves? We're not talking about legalism and rules and do's and don'ts. We're talking about sin versus sin. New nature. Sin versus new nature. We need to put on that new nature. Now, hear me. It doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter what you know in the Bible. It doesn't matter what you know, it's who you know. Is it the creator, the God of heaven and earth that gave us the Bible? It doesn't matter. I'm going to step on toes. It doesn't matter what you talk about. It matters what you think about. Because what you think about, you'll eventually live out. It doesn't matter, friends, what you say is wrong and sin. It matters what you consistently stay away from. It doesn't even matter necessarily that you follow all the rules. It matters that you show and share the love that rules your hearts. Christ is all that matters. Do you know him? And are you looking more and more like him? We need to get right. We got business to do today. The second thing after get right is get worshiping. Would you say get worshiping with me? Get worshiping. What do I mean by this? Worship, simply put, in its relational terms, not religious terms, is responding to the greatness of your God. That's worship. Responding to the greatness of your God. Think of the things of heaven. Look to his perfection and holiness, and you will be changed. Look to the things of heaven, not the things of earth. What are you thinking about? Are you worshiping? Because when you worship and respond to God's greatness, the atmosphere in you and around you changes. How many can testify to that? Okay. Are you discouraged? Downhearted? depressed, I know several people maybe here are. Are you feeling disconnected from God? There's one thing you can do. Worship. Respond to God and allow him to come and change you. And as he changes you, he changes the things around you. Are you struggling with anxiety and and stress and doubt? Is worry consuming you? Then you need God's peace. And guess what the pathway to peace is? Worship. Why? Because when we worship, we're supposed to enter his gates with thanksgiving. Philippians 4 tells us to be thankful. And the God of peace the peace that passes understanding will guard and protect your minds and hearts in Christ Jesus. So what are you thinking about? Do you need peace? Then find that pathway through a thankful heart. Many of you are struggling and you need joy. Abunding, abundant, overwhelming, never-ending joy. Joy. The only way to find that joy and live out that joy is to lay your life down. Romans 12.1 says, present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God, for this is your spiritual act of worship. We need to start living a life bowed low in humility, kindness, gentleness, patience, and love. And start allowing Christ to be lifted high. We have to lay down our lives in order to find joy. If you need guidance and wisdom and instruction, guess what? The word of God that is infallible, it is truth. It is available for you in almost every single language on planet earth. And in every translation. Translation. It is so readily available, even more than toilet paper. And when the shelves clear and all we have is ramen noodles, canned goods, and water, the Word will still be available to you. But you have to be in it. You have to be thinking on it. You have to be allowing that new nature to take root in your life. So are you, are you in the word? And so lastly, guys, friends, just hear me. Worship team can come up. God, just just pierce our hearts right now. We don't have time. We don't have time on this earth to waste in not being consumed with communion with Jesus. We don't have time to waste, friends. We don't have time to waste to not deal with petty, relational tension, strife, and conflict. It's got to go. You got to deal with it. Which then leads, when we don't deal with it, it leads to unforgiveness, jealousy, Bitterness and division. So maybe that's what you need to get rid of today. You see, we don't have time to be pursuing our personal worldly enjoyment. Whatever that is for all of you, it may be different for every single person. But what I'm talking about is this worldly enjoyment that we pursue all the time that robs us of the joy of our new nature. Think about that. And finally, we don't have time to waste, to not be consumed with the heart of the Father, to not be running after Jesus, to know him and look more like him. And we don't have time to waste, friends, to not allow the Holy Spirit to fill us, immerse us, saturate us, and change us. And I've asked the team to lead us in worship to two specific songs. I'm not forcing you to do anything. But I'm pleading, as your brother, as your friend, as your pastor, I am pleading for you to do something. Do something in this time to get right with God. Whatever it is, it may be just sitting there, doing nothing externally, but there is something going on internally. It may be standing up. It may be lifting your hands. It may be allowing tears to flow as God deals with your heart. It may be singing. It may be speaking. It may be kneeling on this beautiful grass. It may be going and finding one of the staff members for prayer. But don't do nothing. Because this new nature was purchased by Jesus. And we need to get right, friends. We don't have time to waste. But the decision's up to you. It's up to you. Thank you for listening to our weekly sermon. If you'd like to go deeper with another resource from our church, please check out our weekly impact Bible study podcast as well. Both of our weekly podcasts are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.